Hey, welcome to the Passing Control Podcast. I'm Brendan, and I got Mike here with me. And I got Dom. Yep. And in this week's episode, episode 71, we uh, we talk about, I don't know, James Corden for a long time. No, we talked about James Corden for a long time before he started recording anything. Yeah, but that conversation bled over. We talked about a bunch of unnecessary things. Uh, we talked about Monster Hunter. We talked about uh, Red Dead 2, Switch, and the sales milestones that they continue to reach and uh, what that means. And then Dom and I get into a decently long debate about Microsoft and the rumors of what they may be trying to acquire. So, so if that's your jam. If that is your jam, this is if this you, is an episode for you. If you want to hear, if you want to hear me and Dom get all wiggly, you can uh, keep on listening. In this week's episode of the podcast, Microsoft we, should get Battletoads DLC for Monster Hunter. That would actually be dope. Bang! That would be dope. Uh, this week's episode of the podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Saturday, Friday or Saturday night. From 7 to 11, make sure to head on down to Higginson Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you're unaware of where a fatty is, you can check them out on social media, at Goodnight Fatty. And when you head down there, let them know that Pass the Controller sent you. And as always, you can find us on the internet at ptcgaming.com, on Twitter at Pass Controller, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Pass Controller, and on Instagram at Pass underscore the underscore controller. And make sure to check out all of those things where we produce delicious content on all fronts. You can find me at Groom. Mike, where can they find you? Uh, internet somewhere, yeah. I suppose. You can find Mike on Twitter at underscore Mycopath. And Dom said you can see him at Goodnight Fatty. And enjoy this week's episode, episode 71. <laughs> Wait, what about sandwiches now? Um, I already forget. Oh yeah, Pat O'Brien. Pat O'Brien loves eating people's sandwiches. It's sexual in nature. Mike, can you bring up the Overwatch League on your phone? (laughs) Yeah, I could. No, don't do that. No, Um, I can't because Trivia's going to start three minutes. Exactly. Oh, shit. So, (laughs) I hate both. Then we're going to get right off the rails. No, I just, listen, we can talk. I just, I need to win my money. We're already already off the rails. Okay. Well, then. The recording doesn't reflect how off the rails we just were. When did you actually start recording? Did you get any of the good stuff? No. No. He got you after, when he said sandwiches. Oh, good. Yeah. So people don't even know why we were bringing up sandwiches. No. Or Pat O'Brien. No. Granted, I don't think we brought up Pat O'Brien really into like... Do you want to just go backwards? Do you want to just start that whole conversation but work backwards from that? Yeah. Yeah. We could do that. Yeah. So, um, it's like, it's so like that eating people's sandwiches... Um, yeah. Actually, kind of. Or waiting. Uh, waiting. Yeah. <laughs> just like the movie Waiting. Wait, does waiting no. start in Midia's race or whatever? No. In Midia Re... How do you... In Midia Race? When it starts with a flashback? No, well, it's what, like, uh, like Dante's Inferno started as. You start in the middle of... I think it stands for, like, in the middle of the journey or something. Oh, you mean, like, Memento. No, uh, not like Memento. Memento's the end. Work yourself backwards. Yeah. While also working forwards. To be fair, waiting did start <laughs> with a... I'm pretty sure it started with him waiting on the table that he ends the movie with. Spoilers. Was it the there was no spoilers. <laughs> the movie's called Waiting. He is a waiter. And when I didn't even say who he is. Is it Dane Cook? Nope. No, oh, Dane Cook is uh, not a waiter in the movie. Spoiler alert, yes. <laughs> Dane Cook is not a waiter. Wait, is it uh, Andy Milanakis? Nope, also not a waiter. Also not a waiter. You know who else is also not a waiter? Luis Guzman. <laughs> yes. Yep. 
he's a chef. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually had to think of who that was and then like <laughs> make a face and put it to the name. But yes, I got there. Um, the guy that played uh, the sidekick, not the sidekick though, one of the kids from Holes. Oh. Oh, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, but not Shia LaBeouf or the black kid. Zero. Zero. <laughs> the, the kid with the the kid with the long hair. Listen, I don't remember. Both of these movies are things I've never seen. Yeah, but right, this is why this is why we don't talk to you about movies. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not a big movie buff. No, we know. I, mean, I, I see movies, but like, yeah, well, sort of. he sees movies and he sucks them off. <laughs> <laughs> That's a deep cut that no one's gonna understand. I think it's probably been mentioned on the podcast at some point. What my seafood diet? Yeah, <laughs> the time that we said that and Brennan threw up. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> Didn't I say it? And no. I made my. Who said it? You said it? No, what happened was we were talking about something, and then I didn't want to say it out loud, so I just texted it. I texted it to all of us at the same time. He like, looked at your phone, went, <laughs> and then ran away. <laughs> Wait. You were the one that, that coined that? The yeah. semen diet? I, 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 I don't know if it's still my phone anymore, but I think if I were. I might have to look it up. Yeah, Mike, Mike has a history now of. Saying something so funny that I have to run to the bathroom and throw up. It was the one time. All the other times Brennan threw up in public was because of something else. <laughs> because I because was of Naruto. something stupid he did. Yes, because no. I was Naruto. Because you were Naruto or that time that uh, Julian farted so bad in the car we had to pull over. That was Christian that threw up, though. He dropped all his credit cards. No, Christian in- threw up because he got super drunk. But it was also because Julian fucking shit his pants. <laughs> he dropped all his credit cards in chocolate. <laughs> yeah, throw up that time. I think you did. No. You might have. I think you that did. Was, it, yeah, because we because we brought up you crying too. <laughs> uh, I'm a fucking loser. <laughs> Jen, why do you put up with this? She no, can't hear us. She she's, she's over there trying to figure out if Peter Rabbit's going to be a better movie than Paddington too. <laughs> Who's never, Paddington? He's a uh, bear. Paddington is It's Hugh Grant's buddy. Uh, Hugh Grant is in the movie. I don't know if oh, he's the voice. Wow. Uh, I was not expecting any fact to come yeah, out of the mouth too. about Patrick. James Corden does the voice. So what I wanted to say before was, I think Peter Rapp is either voiced by James Gordon or... Um... <laughs> no. James Corden, not Josh Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best. This is yeah. so fucking... Um, or uh, the guy from The Office, whose name I always forget for some reason. The British, office, the British Office. The actual... Oh, Ricky Gervais? Ricky Gervais. Does the voice of Paddington? No, Peter Rabbit. It's either him or whoever we go James Corden. Corden. James Corden. Josh Gordon. Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon. <laughs> Dale Earnhardt Jr. <laughs> Ooh. Anyways, let's, let's reel it back okay. in. This is fucking... Rest in peace, Dale Earnhardt. Off the yeah. fucking rails here. Rest in peace, Danica Patrick. Off the rails. She's alive. Trail of beers. Oh. She's dating uh, Aaron Rodgers from what I hear. <sighs> I was about to say something very inappropriate. Wait, Never mind. Olivia Munn broke up with Aaron Rodgers? Yes, that happened... Uh... Didn't Nick Swarzman take her away from him? What? Wasn't that, wasn't that a thing? I don't know. The last time I saw Olivia Munn, she was in a commercial for like a dog walk. Right, well, walk. my phone's not in front of me, so somebody has to fact check that. But I'm pretty okay. sure there, we'll do that there was some... It was it was playful, I'm pretty sure, but I'm Whoa. pretty sure that was like a, a thing that happened I like after, after it happened. Mike, I can't see any of the questions. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyways. Okay. Interesting. So, what, what, else, what else is going on? Let's let's bring it back to um, current to day things other than Peter Rabbit and Paddington Bear. I think we were talking about a lot. Oh, I guess waiting wasn't popular. None of that. I mean, we weren't talking about John Kirk when we were recording. 
Well, that's your Accepted was a fun movie, though. It's also Justin Long. Accepted? Accepted, yeah. Also is that the one where they made though. the fake school? Yes. yes. Who was the other... Uh, who was the, like, the comedic side actor? Jonah I, Hill? Jonah Hill was, was there. Was it Jonah Hill? Yeah. And... And McLovin? Uh, I don't remember. Also uh, I don't think so. Then there was a woman that was... Uh, an actress that was also like a comedic second. Yeah, second it's been a while. Um, ask me about my wiener. Yeah, that was just that was Jonah Hill. Anyway, I'm glad we had this discussion. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going. You want to go anymore. through? You want to just do a whole podcast on uh, Justin Long's <laughs> filmography, yes. the Apple commercials. Um, what? Did, so did he start with Dodgeball? Uh, was Dodgeball first? Was Dodgeball Dodgeball was before Wade? He right? was in he was in Galaxy Quest. What was his? Oh, big he was break? in Galaxy Quest. What was his big break though? His big break was probably I would say Dodgeball. Probably. Yeah. Who's the actor that we always refer to as like a poor man's Justin Long? Um. Jeez, that's tough because I feel like Justin Long's already the poor man. Uh, that's that's hurtful. The poor I'm, so, man. I'm sorry, Justin Long, if you listen to this. Who's the, Justin Long's the poor man who? Of himself. <laughs> no, but there's, no, some, there's somebody that we always reference as, as, like, the, as poor the poor man, man Justin Long, and I can't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. Um, you know who else was in Galaxy Quest? Tim Allen. Um, yeah. um, Sam Rockwell, Tony Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub. Oh, oh I was going to keep going. You Alan Rickman. Yeah. Sigourney Weaver to, yeah. to bring it back to something more current um, Tony Schlub in fucking The Marvelous Miss Maisel is fantastic he might be the best actor on the show it's like the his wait a second wait a second isn't there a Mad TV actress on there Alex Bornstein right. <laughs> yes then you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> you might as well be talking on the phone <laughs> There's so many jokes packed into this that no one that wasn't in the car with us is going to get at all. Um, but no, the the Marvelous Ms. Maisel, Mike, you need to watch it. It's pretty good. I've got so many things I need to watch. All right, Dom, you need to watch it. It's pretty good. Is that about a mouse? Uh, no, that you're thinking of um, Five Goes West. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking of a book that is similar to that, but I don't remember what it's called. <clears throat> Was it by uh, Beverly Cleary? Uh, no. No, probably not. Ideas. I think it's by the people that made uh, If You Give a Mouse a Motorcycle. Who moved my cheese? Remember? <laughs> who did that project in high school that was... Me! It, we did it at Wally's. Because oh I was there for it. Yeah. You you were actually I, in a listen, lot of videos. Listen, I classes, was but. there for most of the videos, and I was never in any of those classes. Yeah, we... There, there was one class... That was we don't have to say like teacher's name and stuff, but there was one, did video one you guys person. Did. did one person from our group read that book? Yes, and it was Adam. Okay. Of all people. Yeah, no, yeah. I was shocked. So that's why the movie, that's why the video you guys made made so much sense. Yeah. The best part of it was I was in charge of actually putting the video together and I couldn't get the audio to work. <laughs> so like oh, all the put music over. I just put right? music over. Yeah. Was it dun dun? Yeah. All right. In, in, in the yeah, rock and roll. Uh, in in the in the show links, just link the video. <laughs> do you want me to link the video? Go ahead. Is it still on YouTube? Yeah, it should be. All right, we'll do that after. Um, what else is up there? You need to resurrect Pope John Pants just for me to see. I just want to see it again. 
Um, it's doable if I can find the tape. I know. You always say that. No, I mean, I mean, like, before I was, like, just being a dick. I'm like, I'm not doing it. I'm, I don't fucking know where it is. But now it's that I've VHS, actually... It's on VHS, right? It's on VHS. But now yeah. that I've moved, I literally just don't know where it is. Yeah, that's fine. Let's resurrect. Let's put them all... Let's, we should put them all as, like, a super cut and just put them all together. Oh, that sounds awful. That would be, uh, when we set up the, uh, when we set up the Patreon, that would be, like, the platinum tier. They get access to that. Super deluxe cut. What a terrible waste of people's money. Oh, the platinum tier is like 50 cents. Well, they also get lewds of, of the three of us. Okay. That makes sense. But at NSFW lewds. I mean, I don't think there's any lewds that are. I feel like when they, when they write aren't. NSFW, it's like not fully naked. So it won't be like fully naked. We'll just be like. Wait, what did you just say? Well, I mean, if they were, if we were naked, we'd call them nudes, but we're just calling them lewds. That's different. Did you say whenever people write NSFW, they're not nudes? Not. Never mind. <laughs> I feel like nudes are very NSFW. Very. No, no, they are, but I'm saying I feel like a lot of the time when I see like people's Patreon accounts and they say like NSFW lewds. You're looking at the wrong Patreon accounts. I don't look at the Patreon accounts. There's your problem. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we need to get off this topic very quickly. Okay. But um We'll link some NSFW <laughs> Patreons in there. I'm not gonna do that. Don't worry, we'll take care of it. Um but no. We'll just replace the YouTube link with a video. <laughs> <laughs> we should just get a super cut of all of our things. Um, of just NSFW, the Patreon yeah. pictures. Yeah. Of Mike. I think our Germany video got taken down because it had too much copyright material in it. Yeah, we definitely used a lot of Well, there was one, what I was going to say before, I wanted to say like teacher's names and mm-hmm. stuff like that, but I went to the class. Actually, it happened more than once. But I went to the class to like when you guys were showing the video, just mm-hmm. be in the class, but it was the... Uh, I forget, was it Pearl Harbor that we did at Jeff's house? I was, I was actually I was actually in I was, that video. Was not involved in the Pearl was, Harbor. No, I was. Not, I had never done a Pearl Harbor video. It was in this class. Um, I wasn't in that class. I never yeah. had like I never had any of those teachers, but I just would go in the videos with you guys. Yeah, I don't. I never did a video for that class. I did videos for that class, but never for that topic. So I mean, you were probably in a video, just not one of mine. All right. Yeah. I mean, it was... <laughs> I definitely did not it, do it. So then it must, have, it must have just been me, Jeff, Lewis, and Peter. Anyways, the video was, like, of all of the videos any of us ever made in high school, it was definitely, like, <laughs> the worst one, and not in the sense of, like, bad quality, because they were all bad. Worst uh, one, and that was that. pretty offensive. Our Afghanistan one was Our Afghanistan one was very bad. What class was that for? That uh, was for the class that you're talking about. Interesting. Right. But, well, well, this we, is what are we even talking about right now? None of us have that video. Okay. <laughs> no. But uh, transitioning into, into things that matter. What uh, what are you playing? What are you guys playing lately? What's going on here? Uh, I'm still trying to get down quarter quarter circles in uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. How is that, Mike? Um, I think I've almost got the hang of it, and when I'm done with that, I'll start playing the story again. How are you feeling about the game so far? It's fun. I'm fucking playing as a... Who's your, who's your team? Who are you rolling with right now? I don't have a team yet, because I've been trying to figure out the goddamn controls. All right, who... Who are you using? You're using Sasuke. Sasuke, uh, Monkey D. Luffy, um, uh, you, uh, Yusuke Yurameshi, um, Ichigo. Yami? You using, using Yami Yugi? Using that fucking... Yeah, Yami Yugi. Yeah, yeah, Cusco shit. That fucking Inuyasha. 
I know. See, the thing I don't know for certain is that I know he's making fun of Yu Yu Hakusho, but I don't know if he was making fun of it or he's or legitimately he trying know. to say it and he just said it wrong. No, no, it was definitely. I was trying to say it and said it wrong. Okay. Whenever, like, I watched plenty of anime, especially back in the day. But whenever, like, Yu Yu ha- is it Yu Yu Hakusho? Okay. Hakusho. What do I always say? Yakusho. You're like Yu Yu Yakusho. Well, that and Inuyasha. Whenever I saw those come on, I'm like, nah, I'm out. You fucking blew it. Yu Yu Hakusho was dope. Yu Yu Hakusho? Yeah. Yu Yu Hakusho. Anyway. Sorry, Lupin the Third. Lupin, yep. Uh, Lupin the Third, I'm with that. But who are you actually rolling with? Or who, who do you want to roll with? Um, I figure I'll use 18. Um, okay. What was funny, funny to me anyway, I was messing around with 18 the other day. Yeah, I was fooling around with 18. You know? Whoa. <laughs> uh, and I was, like, trying out some of her, her special moves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you get to my drill. If you, if you know what I mean. And uh, 17 shows up. That's when things get really fun, Whoa. too. But uh, I did one of her moves. I did a couple of them. And 17 will show up and, like, he'll punch the other person or, like, he'll do an energy blast. Yeah. But then one of them, he just shows up and he, like, talks for a second and then he leaves. I was like, wait a minute, what just happened? And I like did the move again just to be sure. And he's like, the way he said his sentence, it was almost like, it's a move I can't use unless there's a, another person out on the field. Okay. Like, if the other person does a special move that brings out another person, if they do, like, a, an assist, okay. I guess. But it just looked weird when I do it. And 17 showed up, was like, heh, I'm not going to do anything right now. Later, guys. And it, like, fucking bolts. Are you playing with English subtitle, uh, dubs on? Yes. Well, I mean, there are a bunch of things that, like, trigger when you have specific characters uh, yeah. between dramatic finishes and... Well, I mean, like, this is legit a special move, and he says... He says... He puts his hands on a hip, hip and he goes, I'm big! <laughs> <laughs> Mike, was, Mike doesn't even... Oh, so Mike, Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> I'm big! Is he in the party when we were playing against Zora yes. Magoros? Okay. <laughs> because I think that actually happens. <laughs> We've done that mission about five times now, at least together. And every time, I'm back, and we just all lose our yeah. mind. I think, as a matter of fact, when you were, like, trying to make that joke, you were, like, saying it to me, I was in the middle listening to Android 17 oh, say really? the thing. I was like, what is he saying? Because he's not doing anything. Um, well, no, there was, like, if you have Krillin on the team with yeah. Android, you can trigger You can trigger, yeah, stuff. I know. But this is, like, legit, like, when we're done with this, I just want to show it to you. It doesn't, it's not, not important. It's gonna, it will take more time for us to actually load the game than for me to be like, all right, here's what he does. And you'll hear him like, oh, that was fucking Yeah, and then I'll just fuck you up real quick. I'll give you the hands. All right, whatever. Uh, you're that wolf fang fist. So you're trying to use 18. Who else are you trying to use? Uh, maybe sell. Um, maybe hit, but hit is way too technical. Uh... Maybe I can just roll all Gokus. You tend to do that. You you like to roll all Gokus, roll all androids. You go fucking Pinkskis sometimes. Pinkskis? You go Kid Boo Boo and that was Joe. Android. That was did Joe you, that was doing that. I thought you did it too. No. I mean, I, I think I did it once. You did it once. But it's not something I'm trying to make a habit. I think right now I'm trying to roll Piccolo, Team Goku, Team probably, Gohan. And, I should uh, probably try running Goku. Piccolo. I don't think I clicked him up yet. Piccolo's a beast. Uh, Team Gohan and Yamcha. You just gotta have Yamcha in there. I wanna have like a good Captain Ginyu on the, on the side. 
just that way. Like, pulling out body swap and doing it in the right way, not the way I've been doing it. <laughs> well, like, you beat up the other person a lot, and then you do a body switch with them. Yeah. So, basically, if, for those of you that have any idea what we're talking about, we're talking about Dragon Ball Fighters, and uh, Captain Ginyu has a move, just like in the anime, you can swap bodies, and uh, you do it, and it swaps health bars, too, and I kept doing it, but at the wrong time. I was using Ginyu a little bit just to see what he does. Now, with the Ginyu Force Summon, is there a way to like choose which person shows up? Or is it yes, just... okay. there's like different inputs for different uh, right. people, I believe. Because I feel like I did the same move every single time, and then someone else would show up, and like sometimes like the one guy, I think it's Chase, would just fly... Actually, no, it's not Chase. It's Berta. 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 He would just fly up and down on the top screen like, well, that's useful. useless if the person is still on the ground. Yeah, no, there's inputs for each of them. They all do different things, I'm pretty sure. Um, you playing anything else? Just rolling that? Again, I mean, literally, I was just in practice mode, like, using one character, and it was largely just to get the quarter circle. Yeah. Quarter circle. No, I'm saying you're playing other games. Oh. Besides, obviously, Overwatch. No. No, I don't think so. What about you, Dom? I mean, I know what you've been playing with me. Oh, wait. Um, before we get further than that, did you actually get far enough in South Park to, like, get the I'm back? Yes. Okay. Cap Captain Diabetes or whatever? No. no. Just spoil it for me. Um, Kyle's cousin Kyle. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, what else are you playing, Dom? Uh, I know you're not playing. Uh, been playing Monster Hunter and Overwatch. <laughs> um, I bought Celeste, but I haven't gotten to touch it yet. I know it's on my. It's currently on my to-do list, but I've been stuck on Monster Hunter and I was gonna say Farmville because of fucking Todd. <laughs> Every time I say I'm playing Stardew Valley, Todd goes, "You playing that fucking Farmville shit?" Uh, no, Stardew Valley is my jam. Um, I'm trying to currently wife up my fucking waifu in the game. Mm. But, um... Mm. Yeah, let's talk about Monster Hunter, Dom, because it's... Dom made it... I, I don't know I don't know what actually sold Dom on buying the game, but me and Todd were actively trying to convince him for, like, three days. And he's like, yeah, I bought the game on Friday. Yeah, I bought it the first day. So what was your... Yeah, like, what, what what's <laughs> urged you to take the plunge? I don't know. All right, I'm sold. I'm gonna buy the game now. Yeah, that's all I need. Nothing. I don't know. It's trash. So <laughs> it's not trash. I, I, I got 35 hours in. So and you've barely scratched the surface. Yeah, it's garbage. Um, but I mean, we played every. We've been playing it every day, pretty much since it came out. I mean, we woke up this morning and fucking hopped on and went went on a couple of hunts. False. I was still awake. Dawn was up all night. Oh, you never even went to fucking bed after work. Nope. How long were you on Monster Hunter before I hopped on? Uh, when I got home. Bro, you should have fucking did. Wait, you, didn't you get home at 8? Oh, 8? Yeah. You should have texted me. I would have hopped on. I was up at 9. I would have gone up earlier. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm not going to text you at 8 in the morning to say, get on Monster Hunter. I didn't even want you on Monster Hunter to begin with. You're so far behind. <laughs> this kid's <laughs> trash. I mean, it's, it's I'm not. trying to get Julian to buy the game, so I have somebody good to play with. Oh my god. god. Oh. Stop this nonsense. Do you have any kids for all these harsh friends? <laughs> <laughs> friends of the show. Oh. Mike, you gotta buy it so that we can uh, fuck some monsters up. Alright. 
It, it Mike, we'll it is fun. We'll make a separate party. <laughs> we won't invite Brendan. Brendan is <laughs> fucking his mis- mismatched fucking outfit. Yeah, Mike was shitting on my fucking. Do you, are you running a full bone armor set right now? I am. Mike's shitting on me for having like multi sets going. I wasn't shitting on you. I was just saying. I like to stay stylish, Mike. I was saying yeah. visually, I was confused, but that's, I understand what you're doing. What the, that's not what the armor sets are for. Yeah. Not to be stylish. Yeah, but you know what I'm still doing? Fucking some monsters up with my bone hammer. So actually, it's a fossil bludgeon at this point. Hmm. Like the bludgeon. Uh. No, I got nothing. Yeah, I do. I have a flame sword. Ooh, that's yeah, cool. Dom's fucking shit up. Me and Dom put in work. I have a water sword too. We're the tanks. We're the tanks. We do the damage. But I'm gonna switch to a bow, actually. I think. Oh, it's Hanzo. Doesn't he <laughs> it doesn't matter. What I do. So me, him, and Joe. The last quest we went on today, we we're hunting a Anjanamp, which is like a basically a T-Rex, and the specific mission we were doing was to capture the monster. So we couldn't kill it. We had to weaken it enough and then capture it, and. You need specific items to do that. So we went in with a bunch of these items, but then we fucked up the first couple captures and couldn't pull it off. So long story short, Brendan doesn't know how to use the items. Okay, no. So he's running around looking for, for replacement Stop things this. so he can build Stop new it. items. Stop this nonsense Meanwhile, right while him and Joe are like scouring the map for it, I've already completed the thing, and I'm going back up to the monster, and I just do the whole thing by myself. You know, but, wow. you, know, but you know what he does? So it pops up on doesn't the screen that anybody. the monster was captured, and they're like, what are you doing? And I was like, I fucking did all the stuff that you guys have been looking for the last ten minutes. So when we ran out of the right materials, I said, hold on, let me see what I have. Oh, I need to, I need spider webs and I can make a trap, or I need sleep herbs and I can make a trank bomb. So, like, I just need one of these two things and we can, you know, get this done. You know what I found in the meantime? Both of those items, and I went up and captured the monster. Yeah. Well, these guys are still looking for the But I made it very clear to my two teammates what I was doing and what we needed to complete the mission. Mm -hmm. And Dom just went all willy-nilly on his own, and I was like, I'm just going to go do this. (laughs) Dom going rogue, but it's getting results. It's getting results. (laughs) We could have still done it because I had the items. You could have, but it's Dom, like, I, I had the items too. Sounds, sounds like, like Dom, Dom just sounds, wanted to stunt on them hoes. Sounds like a, you know, know Dom cut out the middleman, fucking the weak links here, and he's like, you know what, I'm gonna hunt this on my own. The weak links. I put in work on my hammer. I, I well, maybe if you put more work into catching the monsters, you wouldn't be in this predicament. Dom's the capture monster aficionado here. He has done it before, so we were looking for you know guidance, and instead he was you know. I gotta be. I got some discs. I got some monsters on those discs. Fucking monsters roll. Wrong monster game. Oh, I'm sorry. The you kept them in your pocket, right? You put the monsters yes. in your pocket. Pocket monsters. Yes. Also, a different monster game. Oh, I'm confused then. Maybe I, I don't let them rip. No, <laughs> not yeah. a monster game. Beyblade. I don't know how this song goes. I mean, how's Monster Hunter going for you? Like, are you happy with the purchase? You think it's gonna be like one of your top games of the year? No. It's trash. It it no. It's a it's it's certainly not a game for beginners. It's I don't know. It's not a game that I will sink hundreds of hours into. <clears throat> there you have it. You're it's, you're a liar. It's not a game I'll sink hundreds. You've of definitely hours. put more time in than I have already. I have. Okay, and I'm probably at like 25 hours. You're not. When I checked this morning, you were at like 16. Incorrect. I will pull up my save file after this show. I can pull it up right now. That's oh. not accurate. Pull up my fucking save file in the game. 
Why wouldn't this be accurate? Because the Xbox app doesn't update things properly. Just like it doesn't give you achievements right away. It gives me achievements right away. Matter of fact, I get the achievements on my phone before I get them on my Xbox. We talked about this last week. It's it's working for me now. Okay, well, regardless, I'm at 20-something hours, not 16 hours. And I didn't play four hours this morning. We played for about an hour and a half. Mm. But anyways, irrelevant conversations. Let's get back to some meat here. I mean, you don't think it's going to be something impactful for you for the year? You think you're going to drop off sometime soon? Yep. Like, how soon? I don't know. I don't think so. I think that I mean, they'll continue to add stuff that will keep us lingering for at least a little bit longer. Well, I'll probably stick around for the Ryu and Mega Man stuff. Well, I tried to find it. So the Ryu, the, the Street Fighter stuff is just additions that are coming to Street Fighter and not to Monster Hunter. Uh, wrong. I couldn't find it. Ryu and Sakura are coming to Monster Hunter. On Xbox as well? Yes. I can't, I couldn't find the... Their PS4 early access exclusive. I gotcha, okay. <clears throat> and only if you have a PS4 and you have a Street Fighter save file. Save file, yeah. Uh, and we're also getting Mega Man for skins for your Palico at some point. But with with those interesting... And right now, if you play Monster Hunter on PlayStation, I think the quest is either ending this week or it might have already ended. You can um, you can do special quests to get Horizon Zero Dawn equipment for your character, um, which is obviously you know console exclusive on PlayStation. But Monster Hunter games getting console exclusive stuff isn't something new. Um, you know the past few iterations have been on the Nintendo 3DS, and a lot of stuff was added to those games, especially the last one, which I think was Generations. Yeah, go ahead. You can read thousand that Thousand of a thousand. Oh, that's right. On what? Uh, fresh bubble. Oh, nice. Um, but Monster Hunter games, the last few iterations have a history of, like, there was Fire Emblem DLC, and all this stuff I'm pretty sure was free. It was just additional stuff you could hunt to get you know, armor set, stuff for your Palico, which is your cat companion in the game if you're not familiar with Monster Hunter. But there was stuff for Mario, there was stuff for Zelda, Metroid, Fire Emblem, Star Fox, and it, it, it there was a lot. And then there was other stuff too, like Strider, which is a Capcom property, and other, other things from Capcom. So what other stuff would you like to see get added as far as like third-party crossover, either armor sets or stuff for your Palico? I mean, obviously, I think if they're doing stuff with PlayStation that's exclusive, like for Horizon Zero Dawn, we'll probably see something exclusive for Microsoft on Xbox. And that Possibly. could that could be, like, Master Chief. It could be something Gears of War related. It could be something Banjo-Kazooie, which would be kind of dope, actually. You could make your fucking Palico dressed up as Kazooie and you get Banjo armor. Be kind of dope. And you got a banjo emote. That would be kind of dope. Um, or a banjo weapon, like a banjo. That would be kind of awesome, actually. Oh, like a. Uh... Damn, I was forget his name. There was some Hanna Barbera character that would hit people with a guitar. Uh, Magilla Gorilla. No. Uh, what was what Squidly Diddly? Awesome, that's Squidly Diddly. Um. Well, who who would you like to see pop up? In what? Monster Hunter? I mean, either as a Microsoft um, exclusive or the PlayStation exclusive. I'll probably before them. Okay, but you know, who would you like to see hop in there? Uh, Lord Shax. <laughs> there it is. 
What about you, Mike? Who would be a cool thing for you to see? I know you don't play the game, you're not going to get it. Uh, why, Captain wouldn't, Falcon. why wouldn't Lord Shaq's armor be cool to see? Why would they do a bungee crossover? I don't know. It would be cool to see, though. You asked me what would be cool. Okay, it's true. Something that would be feasible, though, because they would make that. There, why? What would the reasoning be for that to be there? Uh, there wouldn't be any reason. Okay, so Just, let's, because it would be cool. Okay, well, I'm thinking about if it's exclusive to a system. So, like, someone from the Xbox or Sony camps, or something from Capcom. Um. He's just trying to say ridiculous things. Oh, I was gonna say something ridiculous. Oh boy. Like, do you want to see more Mega Man stuff get added? Because the Mega Man stuff goes beyond the Palico. Like, Mega Man tunes play when you want hunts, which yes. is kind of dope. Like, should more? You, do you want to see more stuff like that get in there, or more Mega Man stuff? Mega Man, Mega Man. Literally anything. I don't know. Stop trying to make jokes and I think Sonic try to have would a be cool discussion. He's right. Why would Sonic be in the game? I don't know, because it'd be cool. Okay, well, I don't care if it would be cool. It doesn't sound feasible. There's no reason for that. Oh, the reason is Sega needs money. I got Sonic CD on my phone now. <laughs> I hate both of you. What is happening right now? Are you still waiting for a thing? I, I guess not. I guess we're just going we're gonna, to we're gonna just move on. Do we think this is going to come to the Switch? Monster Hunter? Yes. Probably. Why not? Do you think it's feasible to put that game on the Switch? Yeah, they're putting Skyrim's on the Switch. It's true. Yeah, Skyrim. <clears throat> um, Breath of the games? Wild is a larger game than Skyrim. And I don't know. Life. It is... It's I probably guess the taxing one, on... I guess the one problem would be that it's developed as a like multiplayer style game with like up to seven people in an online session. I don't know that... I don't know what the Switch's online situation is right now, but I don't know that it could handle the multiplayer the way it's set up. I don't even I don't even know if my Xbox is really handling it the way it's set up right now. I just think that the Capcom's I mean, architecture the, in places the servers that, themselves yeah. yeah. I mean so recently as recent as a few weeks ago, the Capcom some of the Capcom dev team for Monster Hunter, you know, were asked, is this coming to the Switch? Why is it on the Switch? Blah blah blah. Especially because as of late, last few, you know, iterations of the game have been heavily tied to Nintendo so you know it's kind of weird that we're not seeing this new game come on there but I guess the development cycle for Monster Hunter is you know around four years so they were working on this game long before we the Switch, Switch was was announced you know and probably long before people were getting like Switches to create things for. Yeah, it was before they had like a dev kit for the Switch. Um, do I think we're gonna get Monster Hunter Worlds on the Switch? I don't know. I think we'll get a version of Monster Hunter. I don't know if it will be this version. It might just be a different Monster Hunter. But I think we'll see something this year. I think Capcom will be silly not to. But the devs have said they have nothing to announce at this time. They haven't been working on anything. There hasn't been like a port for it, right? So, there. So the last Monster Hunter game to come out was Monster Hunter Generations on the 3DS, which came out globally. And last year, Capcom put out Monster Hunter XX. So in, in Japan, Monster Hunter Generations is called Monster Hunter X. Last year in Japan, they put out Monster Hunter XX, which is like basically Generations Plus, but it never came to... It never left Japan. But it was a 3DS game that they then ported to the Switch. 
So there is a Switch Monster Hunter game that's basically a 3DS port that okay. exists only in Japan, and that's has yet to ever be localized or even mentioned of being localized. And I think the reason why they aren't going to localize that game, or I think it would be a bad decision if they localized that game, is because Monster Hunter Worlds is just such a larger scope, larger scale Monster Hunter game for them. And I feel like focusing on a past game might be a step backwards for them. Um, but I think they need to bring it to the Switch. I mean, Monster Hunter is a, a mammoth game for them. And it already, it's the fastest selling Monster Hunter game. At, I think it just surpassed 5 million copies, which is, you know, good for that type of game because it's not usually like the game that appeals outside of Japan as big as it does in Japan. What was the last console? Monster Hunter? Yeah. For the <clears throat> Wii U. And it was um, only Wii U? Yeah, the, the last probably like five or so Monster Hunter games were Nintendo exclusive. So how far back are we going to go off of Nintendo? Would be PSP. Wow. Maybe okay. Vita too. The Vita might have got one at some point. But, I mean... I mean, I'm not trying to shoot down like the fastest selling Monster Hunter, but... Like, it's been, what, probably a decade now that it's only been on Nintendo well, like, only? Well, well, here's the thing. So, Monster <clears throat> Hunter always had its biggest success, I'm pretty sure if I looked at the sales history properly, on Portable. So, like, the PSP version did extremely well, especially in Japan. Yeah. Um, and then when it transitioned to the 3DS, like, one of the 3DS versions was, like, an 8 million sol- sell- like sold copies. And, like, that's a lot for that type of game. Yeah. Um, especially being locked on to... One console. One, one, one handheld. System. Um, the Wii U version obviously didn't sell that well. The Wii version I don't think sold that well either, but that was also not the market for that game. But uh, I think we'll see something Monster Hunter related come to the Switch this year, or at least be announced. Uh, excuse my ignorance, but is it on PC? Worlds. Yeah. Um, it, or World. I don't think it has an S on it. World. It is... Going to launch on PC later this year, okay. so it's not out now, yeah. but it will be at some point, which I think will then probably get a huge bump in sales. Uh, maybe it's the, it's definitely it's, not, it's definitely like MMO light, like it's it's yeah, it appeals it's, to the PC crowd for sure. And I don't think Monster Hunter's been on PC prior to this, so I think it'll be pretty big for them. Yeah, it'll be a dumpster fire because it's trash. <laughs> I don't know why he's saying that. We literally, like, he's going to go home and I'm going to hop on. We're going to hunt some monsters. I bet. No, playing quick play. Oh, yeah, that's I'll, right. We I'll have do, a, I'll do a that big help Dom pick up McCree. Yeah? yeah. Rocking that McCree? Yeah, we're going to have a McCree. We're going to have a McCree in our back pocket that I can never use. Because <laughs> I'll always have to play healer or tank. Well, then lock in McCree first. That's, that's, that's the trick. Not, that's, 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 that's not, that's also not that's, this, also this is why Dom and I pick usually always last, because we have to fill. Um, well, yeah, anyways. I don't know. I'm enjoying Monster Hunter. I think it's great. I'm enjoying it more than I anticipated. This is also how we should handle Overwatch in the future. Just like little snippets here and there. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Just Unless so, it's like a big Overwatch. Just so while Eric's, Eric's listening, he's like, I don't understand that reference, so it must be an Overwatch reference. Yeah. I was going to be like, let's check the time, guys. It <laughs> <laughs> just says the time. <laughs> you fixed it? No. It's a different watch. Oh, damn, right? God damn it. Mike gets free watches, too. I got free watches? I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about that after. Anyways. But since we're talking about the Switch, we'll transition quick into... Wait, did you steal a watch? <laughs> Anyways, that's racist. I bought my watches. Oh, you implied it. I did not imply it for that reason. But again, we'll talk about that off the podcast. He's going to get a, he's He gets free his watches, but we'll talk about it later. <laughs> yeah, it's from one of our sponsors we can't announce yet. No, you fucking... He's fucking racist. 
The, yeah, the, the five-finger bandit. <laughs> I, you guys are ridiculous. Anyways, um, since we're talking about the Switch, we'll quickly touch on something that caught my attention. Was that... So, the initial predictions of year one for the Switch was... To sell... Are you going to mention Labo in the next five minutes? I am probably not. Okay, good. Even though it's... I, I'll, stay, I'll stay tuned in, though. Even though everyone's <laughs> fucking going bonkers over it, because no, a Labo's bunch good. of uh, media outlets have already had the chance to play it, and they're like, whoa, wait a second. Yeah. Well... It's fucking guy. It's made of cardboard. Fucking cardboard guy. Anyways, we're not talking about Labo. We're talking about Switch sales. Okay. And then we'll move on. To Labo. So, no. the original predictions, or projections, rather, for the Switch from Nintendo was 14 million year one. Well... They surpassed 14 million in December, mm-hmm. and now they're over 15 million. When did it come out? March of last year. So it's not even a full year yet, 11 months. Um, and it's already past their predictions for or projections. If you compare it to. To be fair, you make modest projections. Yeah, absolutely. But still, that's, I mean, it's that's good, still it's a lot. It's good that it still has three months. It's already passed, and it still has three months. Well, I mean, you, you do make modest predictions, but also. If you compare it to the sales of every other console, it's the fastest selling console of all time in that same time span. For them or for all? For all consoles. It's the fastest selling console in that time span, which is an interesting thing to keep an eye on. But I did some more digging on sales and other consoles and pretty much everything, and it's interesting to see that if you look at the first year of sales for all all of the consoles of the last generation, so the Wii U, the 360, and the PS3, the the percent of the first year sales that actually end up making up the total sales is rather low, under 10%, pretty much. So is it like a hard rule to look at that and be like, oh, it's going to do great because it did that? No, I mean, that doesn't really necessarily mean anything for the future of the console, but it is still interesting to look at. And then the other part of it is, now Nintendo is saying that for next fiscal year, which I believe the fiscal year ends on in March, I think March is the cutoff, um, so it would be, you know, March of this year, 2018, to March of 2019 would be the next fiscal year. They are predicting this to move another 20 million which would mean that in that time frame they would outsell the console lifetime sales of the Wii U the N64 and the GameCube and it would make it already Nintendo's best selling fourth best selling console of all time obviously this is excluding handhelds hmm and it's pretty it's pretty bonkers. It's tall order. Wii U was not a great system. No, but I mean, I feel like the three of us have a lot of fond memories of like the N sixty four and the GameCube. Yeah, I think a lot of people do. But when you look at the sales of those, the lifetime sales of the GameCube, a little over twenty one million. I don't know that the GameCube it all didn't do had well. a very expansive it, library. The GameCube didn't do well. I, the this is what pisses me off most with the GameCube. When the GameCube was out, we were in high school, and I would always get into dumb arguments with people. GameCube's children's console. Nintendo's this. This and that. This and that. GameCube sucks. But I obviously loved my GameCube, and I loved the games on it. And I feel like I never really talked to people that liked the GameCube. And they always talk shit about it. And I feel like anything I read on the internet was, fuck the GameCube. Even from, like websites and stuff 
But now everyone had like a big old article from like a big game game website. Fuck the GameCube. AOL.com. Yeah, basically, basically. But uh, basically, basically, basically. But if you look at everyone now, everyone always talks so fondly of the GameCube. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Motherfucker, you didn't buy a GameCube. Nor did you buy the games because then it would have done well. Rent them all from the Blockbuster. So I don't know. I I get I have like mixed it's emotions better, better. when I hear people bring up their fondness of the GameCube when in reality at that time you didn't help the GameCube succeed. Off my soapbox. It's just I, it, Brandon out there. Where was you when I was out there playing with my GameCube? Well, it's like there's people that like. Where was you when I was out there in the fucking Luigi's Mansion looking for ghosts? Yeah. I was running around Delfino Plaza wiping fucking paint off the walls. Where was you back then? When I was playing Mario Party 4, Mario Party 5. That's it. I'm done. Off, off my soapbox. That was a, <laughs> that was a good impression. Better, <laughs> better than last week's impression. Every week I'm having an impression of Brenton. <laughs> well, no, because the other thing that spawned this is the past year has been full of, you know, people talking about Zelda because of Breath of the Wild and so many people saying how. Oh, Wind Waker was my favorite Zelda. Fuck you! When Wind Waker came out, it got fucking destroyed because of the art style. People shit all over it. But now everyone champions the art style. It was, Fuck you. It was boring. Wind Waker? Yeah, the first time. <clears throat> nah, I fucks with Wind Waker. It's one well, of my favorite Zeldas. It was boring on the GameCube. Shit to fucking sail all over. Sailing was tedious at times. Yeah. It was fun for the Wii U. It was fucking boring for the fucking... This fucking guy over here. Fucking video game pundit over here on a soapbox. <clears throat> Need to get myself a damn soapbox. Uh, conversely, oh, the Majora's Mask was a great game for N64, and it was garbage for the 3DS. Oh. What, what didn't you like about the remake? The fucking ability to move time however you wanted. I think we've had to talk about this before. That's... Yeah. That kind of cheats like, the game. It cheats the purpose of the game. Like, the, the, the core gameplay mechanics of that game. <clears throat> yep. That's kind of... Did you play it that way? Like, did you bend time? Were you a Time Lord? I beat the game on both systems. No, 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 but I'm saying, did you use those changes to your... Did you use them on the 3DS? Uh, or you probably. just saw that they were there and then... No, I probably used them. <clears throat> I mean, they didn't really beat the game. I mean, I beat it on both he, systems. He put it on easy mode. Is this easy mode... But anyways, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting to talk about Switch sales when I saw that, that they were, you know, seeing these things and changing their predictions and now putting it up to 20 million. Do you think that's attainable? you think it's going to do that? you think the Switch success is going to keep going? I think it is. I'm going to have to throw out some heavy hitters for, for year two in terms of games. Yeah, I absolutely. But I think they also need to now secure more third-party stuff, which is why I, I think it's interesting when you see these sales line up that... A game like Monster Hunter, I feel like, will make its journey over to the Switch. Oh, maybe. Who knows? Maybe it's on. Maybe it's on the Switch. Maybe I'll consider uh, not buying it still. Okay. Right. I'm thinking if they're going for twenty mil, twenty more million more consoles sold, they've got fucking plastic bago in the fucking mix. Oh, they've shit. got fucking. Yeah. They've got fucking styrofoam <laughs> cup in the mix. Toilet paper o. Yep. Yeah, you guys are ridiculous. Um, 
But seeing as how it's... I can't believe I predicted Labo, that, that Nintendo was going to start selling cardboard to people. You heard it here I first. That. Yep. We're going to have to fucking make a section on our website. I hate both of you. Um, but anyways, transitioning off of that, we, we do have a, a release date for Red Dead Redemption 2. Dominic. October 26th. Yeah, I don't believe that. I mean, we have a release date. Well, we didn't have a hard that's date fair. before. Now Rockstar's flopping it on the table saying, here it is. Yeah, that's good. Here it is, and then when you start reaching for it to give it a nice little tug, it's going to shrivel back inside. Here's more DLC for Grand Touch this first. I don't want to reputate. Nope, come on. We, we remade Grand Theft Auto 4. You can play it on the Xbox One. I know how much you guys really want Red Dead Redemption 2, so how about some Vice City? <laughs> Yo, GTA Vice City. Uh, I think I think it would... I think Rockstar, if they actually put the game out on October 26th, the other arm of this that could really make them have probably the best year in gaming is if they put GTA 5 out on the Switch also. You heard it here first, guys. You didn't hear anything here first. I'm just I'm saying my random thoughts that pop into my head. I think that would be a super smart business decision. A, because still, every month, GTA 5 is in the top 10 selling games of the month. And the game came out like four years ago. So People love killing hookers. I don't blame them. Love it. Well, now, the point it's to the point where they add so much additional free content into the online mode, where this whole online aspect of GTA 5... Has transformed into like. Do they add a battle royale mode? Separate game. No, I, I, I would be. I, I don't know how that would work if they would. I, they could probably add it. I mean, I don't see why they, they couldn't. But I think that would probably. If they added a huge thing like that, that would clearly take a lot of development time. I feel like people who are waiting for Red Dead, if Red Dead got delayed, they'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Until they play it. <laughs> yeah. Until they play it and they get hit with the fucking disco ball fucking bomb. <laughs> disco ball bomb? What were they gonna add? I don't fucking know. I wasn't. He's talking about Battle Royale. Mike loves Battle Royale games. Mike's all about PUBG. Um, so Rocksteady's been been teasing some stuff on their Twitter. In Bebop, I haven't seen seen it. Um, they keep putting up pictures of like mocap stuff that they're working on. So there's a lot of speculation as to what they're up to. They have dropped out of the Arkham games, though, right? They didn't make the last two. They didn't make the last. They didn't make one. They, they didn't, didn't make, make Origins. Origins. They but Night came out after that, and Night VR came out after that. And they made both of those? Correct. Interesting. Does WB... Yeah, they must still have a license <clears throat> to Batman. I would imagine. So, on... Th- this week, at some point, they put up a picture and just wrote, Calm Before the Storm, and it's just a mocap studio. And then... Uh... Earlier last or midway last month, they just put up a picture of like a mocap group, so like, doing poses. So people are thinking that either they're doing another Batman game or that like they may be working on a Justice League game, just because they keep showing that would be kind of cool of people. Interrupt. Um, that would be kind of cool. I, I guess I don't know how it would work. I guess I don't know how much mocap went into the development of any of the Arkham games, so I don't know if, like... I have to imagine a lot. Well, I, I don't like I don't know if that's a bit, like... If mocap was a big part of that game, I feel like them teasing mocap stuff would be, like, a nod to, hey, we're probably going to announce a new Batman game. You know what I mean? But I don't know if mocap was, like, a big part of their 
production, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, if that's a if that's a nod to fans who know that, like, yeah, some serious mocap work went into this. You the, know what I mean? The, the speculation seems to... To point towards to that. that. Okay, yeah, so then, that th- then those games must be known for their mocap work. Is is the point I'm trying to make? But I'm not. I'm, or, not, I'm not super familiar with. Or that. the fact that Rocksteady hasn't made anything else recently. Yeah. Um. But the last the last thing I really wanted to touch on, which we've already kind of had some in depth conversations about, but I kind of want to touch a little bit on it just because it's kind of the forefront of a lot of gaming news right now. And there's some credence behind some of the speculation, is uh, Microsoft in their acquisition rumors. So the three things being thrown around now are purchasing EA, mm-hmm. purchasing Bluehole, which is the company that owns PUBG, mm-hmm. and purchasing Valve. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to unpack here. There's a lot of good things that can come from it. A lot of bad things that can come from it. I don't really know where to begin trying to dissect this. I'm not really sure where to go is in terms of, you know, if this was something Microsoft is trying to pursue, what would be the smartest thing for them to do? Um, I I ended up doing a lot more reading on on these topics and, like, seeing if there was any value to the rumors other than people just saying that they're rumors and then they catch fire on the internet. But it seems to me that because of new, you know, tax breaks or whatever for, with some things that have happened with the government, uh, apparently Microsoft in particular now has a bunch more money to play with. And I think it's because of some tax cut or something. Mm. To the money, to the point of like around $130 billion. So they have the money now to potentially pursue purchasing something because now they have all this extra money to do something with. Um, But I guess before we get into our own thoughts on what this could mean, what do either of you think there's a reality to them purchasing any of these three? I mean, considering their tight relationship with uh, the second one, I forget the name of the company. Blue Hole? Yeah. I figure if they wanted to do that, then they could. Yeah. Um, as far as I can tell, Valve doesn't feel like selling. The So the Valve one, to me, is weird. Because I don't see a reason why Valve would sell. Yeah. Because that would give them... Act, they, they would then own Steam, am I correct? Yeah. So I don't know why... Like, unless, unless Gabe w- just wanted out. Yeah, and I don't think he does. But, but I also feel like he must have someone in mind to replace him at some point. Yeah, maybe. So, or keep it in his family or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't, I don't know why. I feel like Gabe probably doesn't need money. Like doesn't need a big chunk of money at one point. Like he he has got to be very well off. So I can't see why he would want a big payout to retire because he can probably just retire anyway. Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't get that part, and I really don't know what that would, how that, let's just do it this way, and let's dissect each individually. So I don't really know how purchasing Valve would fix Microsoft's biggest problem, which is lack of first-party games. Because Valve hasn't really made a new game in a long time. Yeah. Was Portal 2 their last new game? Uh, last notable new game? I can't say for certain, but it's definitely the last one I played. Yeah. 
So they may have put out some smaller things here or there, or things that maybe they, they published but didn't actually develop. But I, I don't know how that would fix Microsoft's game problem. Because, sure, they'd get Half-Life, they get Portal, they get Team Fortress. Mm -hmm. But just if they get those properties, they still have to make a game. Mm-hmm. So they they get the property, but it might not actually you know benefit them in any way, right? And I I just don't see like from Valve's perspective, I don't see the purpose in selling because they're not a company that needs to even think about selling, right? Transition over to Blue Hole. Which, wait, wait, before, before we go any further, what you got there for me? So their last games were 2016, but that's not. I mean they're. They're, they seem like they're spinoff games of other stuff, but um, anyways, uh, Left for Dead Survivors was an arcade game. Yeah, so Contra- I mean, they would get some, Strike Zombies. They would get some decent um, properties. So the the thing becomes that if they get Valve, then they have Half Life, which everyone's been waiting for Half Life Three. Yes. They get Left for Dead, which everybody's been waiting yes. for Left for Dead Three. Yes. If they can't get to three, that's their thing. Yes. That's the joke thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so they have, they would have games, yeah. titles that people are literally, exactly. like, yeah. have been starving oh, for. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So, so here's the thing. With all three of these acquisitions, I guess Sans, the Blue Hole one, the other two, they would get access to titles that people want. But here's the thing you have to remember, is Microsoft at one point owned Bungie. And Bungie's probably most notable for making Halo. When Bungie left Microsoft... Halo games were just not as good anymore. They didn't sell as well. They didn't do anything because it wasn't Bungie making them. It was 343 Industries, which I still enjoyed the stuff they put out, but they didn't receive the same amount of commercial success. They also own Rare. And ever since they bought Rare, Rare can't put out a good game. Granted, a lot of people from Rare left and made Platonic Studios and went other places. So just because they purchased the rights to stuff, they still have to make something good. Because if not, especially in the case of Valve, if they get the rights to just Half-Life alone, and they make a new Half-Life game, and it's bad, Microsoft will never live that down. For putting out Half-Life 3 and it being bad. I don't think they really care about that. I think Phil Spencer is a gamer, and I feel like he would care. So the thing becomes that if he buys Valve, he needs to make sure that he keeps the people. Yes. To me, though, the biggest thing about the Valve purchase would be, and again, their biggest problem is... But I mean, that's the same thing with all of them. them. Yeah, exactly. They would have to make good games, which doesn't doesn't guarantee them doing that. Well, well, yes, keep the people that are making the games. But they wouldn't. People would leave. Um, Inevitably, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are some people that stayed from Bungie to work on 343 Industries, but the majority of Bungie left to go make Destiny. Um, But I I think the biggest obstacle that Microsoft has is lack of first-party games. The Valve purchase, to me, looks more like a PC play or would be more of a PC play than it would be a bring first-party titles. Granted, they would get those titles, but Steam is where Valve makes all its money now. So they'd get Steam, which would bring Microsoft 
over time, if Steam kept doing what it's doing, it would pay for itself. The acquisition would pay for itself. But, you know, that doesn't solve their Xbox problem. If we go over to the Blue Hole thing, I think that's the most likely out of all three of these, is that they either buy Blue Hole or they buy PUBG. But if they do that... Player unknown. Player unknown. If they do that, I think... Like, I don't think that really solves their problem because I still think that... So Player Unknown has made it very clear that he at some point wants to make this game available on everything, which is a smart business decision for him. Obviously, Microsoft needs to retain that audience and keep it on Xbox. If they buy it, they already have it anyway for now. So it's not really something new. But if they really want to make money off the purchase they would probably have to go the Minecraft route because they also own Mojang, which is Minecraft, but Minecraft's on everything. And that's the smart business decision for Microsoft to put Minecraft on everything because they can make money off of it. It would be the same thing with PUBG. If they owned PUBG and you have a Microsoft-published game on your PlayStation, on your Switch, Microsoft's making all the money off that. So... I feel like that's would make the most sense for them to buy, but it really wouldn't fix the problem. Because they would just they they would eventually release it on other things. Yeah. They wouldn't keep it on Xbox. That wouldn't be a problem solver for them. No, it wouldn't be a problem solver. It would be a good but business would, decision. But yeah, but it would make money in the meantime. Yeah, but it wouldn't fix their problem. And then the EA thing gets really mucky. Because like you brought up, it brings all of these opportunities to make titles that people want. EA is in this place right now where I don't think they're struggling as a company, but they are shifting away from single-player games and moving towards platforms like Destiny, games as a service, where their focus now is Anthem, which just got delayed, surprisingly, to next year, um, which is like a Destiny-like. It's a it's a game as a service. Um, and they canceled the Star Wars single-player game they were working on, and they basically dissolved Visceral Studios. Um, So, I mean, Microsoft could potentially, if they took it over, put that focus on those types of titles again with the ownership of the properties if those licensing agreements transfer over. I don't think the acquisition of EA itself would be that as expensive. I think it's retaining the exclusive NFL rights, retaining the FIFA League rights, and retaining the Star Wars rights are what's going to be expensive. If they buy... If they buy EA, then they probably still have the contract for the amount of... for the length of the contract. Well, then if that's the case, the the Star Wars one is almost up anyway. There's only a few more years left in that. I'm not sure about FIFA, and I'm not sure about... uh, the NFL ones. The Madden one seems to get renewed by the NFL before it's up. So, well, that's I, that's the thing is I think I think the NFL has a interest in making sure that it's a successful game, so they they align themselves with that. But if the ownership of that contract gets shifted to somewhere else, because then that also puts Microsoft in the position of this: if they buy EA. And they get, let's just, for the sake of this argument, let's just say that they get the rights to all of those contracts. Mm -hmm. So they get NFL, they get FIFA, 
which doesn't mean that they only soccer game, but it means that specific world teams they can only put in their games. And then they get Star Wars. If they then don't put Madden on PlayStation, on Switch, on PC... Madden would be... It would be the same thing that we were just talking about with PUBG. They would lose money because they wouldn't be putting it on these other platforms. They would... Microsoft would put a Madden or a FIFA on all the systems and still get money from the other systems. They would have that to, would, yeah. They would, they would use the... They would use their other other pieces of an EA to make deal. single player stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean the cool stuff that to make first party. Yes, yes. The the other I mean or the, to make Microsoft platform stuff. I guess I the say. the thing that makes me nervous is that and this is this was like somebody jumping up behind you. Yeah, true. That would make me nervous. Mm, uh, a car. Slamming on the gas at a red light. Uh, depending on where I am, that might make me nervous. Yeah, very. A train coming at you. I would probably be dead. Well, I'd be scared. But you'd be nervous first. I would be nervous. He's got a point. <laughs> <laughs> That's your first. Oh boy, I, I don't feel good about this train coming at me. Probably all of those scenarios, I would poop myself. Yeah. I mean, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, doesn't take much for me to poop myself. I mean, where do you think the term is? You're scared the shit out of me comes from. It actually comes from an old Latin phrase. The <laughs> <laughs> scaredyest, shittiest? Yep. That's not Latin. It's not, it's not anything. Words. It's also not words. Um, th- this is my biggest fear with with this being the route that even if it's Spiders. just a rumor. Spiders I also am very, I have arachnophobia. But the biggest thing that scares me about stuff like this is that and this is my opinion, and Dom and I had an argument about this, but I think it stifles creativity, and I think it's overall bad for the industry. How does it... I So, I, I continue to go back to, how does it stifle creativity? Okay, so... Nintendo has a problem where they can't get third-party games. So They had a problem where they couldn't get th- third-party They're working so on it fixing seems, the problem. It the seems problem like is fixing, yes. is getting better. Yes. But they have a problem where they can't historically get good third-party games on their systems. Correct. So, to fill a missing hole like a shooting game, they then create Splatoon. Correct. Microsoft's looking for first-party games. So, instead of looking for creative, talented developers and people who make games to make games for them, they're going to buy a huge studio that doesn't necessarily guarantee anything other than they're buying rights to properties. So in a way that it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it stifles creativity because their solution isn't let's figure out new, let's create new IPs, let's create new experiences. It's let's buy another experience and then make another game from that experience, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it's not a creative solution. So in, in that vein... Um, their their possible acquisition of of Blue Hole. Yes. Is that stifling creativity? They're buying a company that has made a game that seems to Blue be Hole like has multiple games, and they're working on another game. So the thing that I read was that they were buying Player Unknown. That's, That's probably what, what they I, would buy. 
So I don't think they would buy the. So, anyways, company. my my point being is that this this game is like a not revolutionary game, but it's like a a newer concept. Yeah, and it was started by people that. So it really had no means of making a game. That's true. You know what I mean? So the player unknown thing is different because it's it's like a lightning in a bottle scenario. Okay. You're catching Cuphead. Cuphead is a great thing. They don't own Cuphead though. They don't, but they sponsor them throughout but, their ordeal. So this is the thing that I like. Sony has kind of Sony used to be very about it and they've kind of come back from it. And now Nintendo and, and, and Microsoft and it's on the console side, obviously there's Steam and other things on the, on PC, but they are offering a good platform for indie games. Microsoft's ID at Xbox, which is their indie like acquisition arm, they're good at getting finding good titles and giving them the support they need. So you mean like supporting creativity? Yes. That is good, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about them buying EA. Because they can't survive off of indie titles. Correct. I understand this. So wh- why is it part of the... I- I'm not saying... Okay, is Splatoon an indie game? No. No, it's it's a Nintendo game. Okay, so... Microsoft buying Rare, who is historically a second party, which is... Second party means that, for anyone who's listening who doesn't know, first party is... If Nintendo or Xbox, or, sorry, if Nintendo or Microsoft or Sony make a game for their platform, that's first party. Third party is EA, Bethesda, any of those companies that make a game for other platforms. The second party is someone like Rare, who at this point Microsoft owns. They make games. Rare used to be owned by Nintendo. They made games for Nintendo. What was Rare's last game? Rare's last game. They used to make Connect games. Like, they haven't made anything memorable since Microsoft bought them. Uh, Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. Yay. It was like Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, like, grabbed by the ghoulies, and then a bunch of Kinect games, and now Sea of Thieves, which... Is oh, it, that is rare? It's rare. Is that going to move mountains? I don't know. And potentially. They're hoping it does, but realistically, I, we don't know. It's a pretty creative game. I, I, second party. Acquisition of something like Rare... They've owned Rare for like a decade. The acquisition of something like Rare is different. It's buying a studio to help make games, to help them make games for their platform. That is different. Because if Rare wasn't purchased by Microsoft or wasn't purchased by Nintendo, they would just make games and then publish them on the consoles. If they could afford it. I don't know if they didn't still exist if they weren't bought. Well, I mean, well, at this point, the people that work at Rare aren't aren't old rare rare left in form platonic yeah, but they're, and they're doing so well ukulele did alright Grant Kirkhope worked on the music for Mario and Rabbids I got for ten dollars <laughs> <laughs> I mean I think it only cost twenty when it came out no it was thirty okay at least well regardless an acquisition of a second party or a smaller dev team to make games for your platform I think that encourages creativity because you're giving a smaller studio who hopefully can make good games for you the ability to buy money because it's very expensive to make video games. The problem is is that we're in this time in gaming where, and I, I don't think it's just Microsoft, I think it's Microsoft and Sony. When Sony, you know, however they worked out the deal to get Street Fighter only on PlayStation, that's bad for video games. That's bad for us. That's bad for 
Which game did you just say? Street Fighter Five. Did I, I meant not, maybe I didn't say Street Fighter Five. I, you may have. I wasn't paying attention. So they buy Street. They buy whatever. Their Street Fighter Five is a PlayStation only game, and I guess PC too. But that's bad for gamers because we can't play Street Fighter now unless we buy a PlayStation. But it's not a PlayStation game. It's a fucking Capcom game. It's like when Microsoft bought the exclusive rights to have Tomb Raider for a year. That's bad for gamers. Yeah, it gives Microsoft a game that's exclusive to them, but it's not good for us in any way because they they didn't go out and make something new. They just spent money to keep something exclusive. I think those are bad decisions for us as gamers and as consumers. But it also gives the studio that's producing those games more money money. in a short period of time so that they can begin working on their next project. What has Square Enix put out that has moved the bar? I'm I'm just saying that in... You're saying that it's stifling creativity. It is, because it's not... It's not. It's giving a studio that produces games a large lump sum of money so they can begin... If Microsoft buys EA, that's not producing creativity. It's just not. They're just buying the rights to properties. I'm, I'm not saying it's it's producing creativity. I don't think it's stifling creativity. I think enough. it is. Why? Again, instead of trying to create something because your lack of... Who says they're, they're not trying to create something? Because they're not. If 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 they want to... Do you know that? Do you know they're not trying to create another game? I'm sure that every developer in every first party, so Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, are all working on things. Are they out? Are they announced? No. No, because they're not Sony and saying, uh, God of War is coming out next year. God of War is coming out next year. I understand God of War is that. Coming out but next you know year. what? The Xbox has been out since, what, 2013, the Xbox One? Okay, well, it's been fucking... It hasn't been that long. Yes. It's been four years, almost five years. In November, it'll be five years. You haven't announced shit. They have Halo 5. Cool. Did a cool maybe five million. I'm just saying... They, re- they remastered all the old Halo games. Oh, didn't gosh. do well. I'm just saying... And that's... All, remasters aren't... That, that's also against creativity. They're not making something new. They're repackaging something old. I'm not saying... Yes, they're working off nostalgia. I'm just saying that buying things, buying rights, buying exclusivity is not creative. It's not a creative solution. No, it's not. It's supporting them in the meantime. Stifling creativity. No, it's supporting them in the meantime. Supporting who? The The company as a whole. What company? Microsoft. Microsoft can keep its gaming section open because they're... Buying a company okay. that can support them in the meantime. All right. Let's trickle down. Trickle down. So Microsoft last year delayed Crackdown 3, which is their property. Yep. And they canceled Scalebound, which was a second-party game. It was a Platinum Studios game that they canceled. Okay. Why? I don't know. I don't have the answer for you. I don't know. Exactly. But the answer is that's a new IP that they're not pursuing. Maybe it wasn't ready. Or, or maybe it wasn't what they were hoping that it would turn out to be. Probably. Crackdown 3 is coming out this year. Allegedly. No, it, it is. It's on the docket for Game Pass. Sure. And you know what else is on the docket for this year? Red Dead 2 on October 26th. Yeah. And you know what was on the docket for two years ago? Breath of the Wild. And that didn't come out. Yeah, because Nintendo fucking blows. <laughs> Best song uh, no. of all time. Uh, fastest on the console. I said Nintendo blows. And I said fastest. And I 
He's right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, it does blow, but okay. <laughs> um, um, no, Crackdown Three should. It doesn't it have a release date of like a couple months. That game has been delayed every year for like the past couple years. Um, so taking a nice page rip out of Sony's book. I don't know. It has a. It has a gameplay trailer. I'll play. Yeah, it I'll, had, uh, it had gameplay it. demos at Gamescom for the past like three years. Yeah. Actually, yeah, it wasn't. I, I don't really care because I don't like Crackdown. It wasn't at Gamescom last year because it's not fucking. The game doesn't is just whatever. It was at E3, and people were like, this is what you're using to showcase the Xbox One X? Okay, I'll pass. I don't know. I, it, my opinion is that... And is Microsoft still a company? Are they I, still selling a, a massive amount of units of, of games? Of games? Yes. I, no, I wouldn't say massive amount. They're not selling a massive amount of games. I'm Xbox. I'm, I'm Microsoft. First of all, almost all of the gaming division makes no money right now. Besides Xbox Live, Xbox Live is what makes them the most money. Yeah. Because it's a service that people just give them money for. Okay. What? What? You're smirking. What's no, your... continue your okay. argument here. Microsoft won't release the amount of consoles they've sold on the Xbox One. Okay. That's not alarming to you. Maybe it is alarming. Maybe they're going to buy EA so they can stay afloat. They don't need to stay afloat. Microsoft as a company is fine. Microsoft Gaming. They want to keep their gaming, their gaming, their gaming di- division. Division is the word I'm looking Listen, for. Listen, Microsoft has studios that work for them, like Playground and Turn Ten, who make the Forza series, Forza Motorsport series, and the Forza Horizon series. Those games win awards. Those games sell well. People love those games. Those are good studios. Playground is allegedly working on a new Fable game. But we don't actually know about it. And it's rumored. Microsoft bought... Microsoft bought... Minecraft. Mm-hmm. That studio has not made another game. Microsoft bought Rare. They have Well, put, they've made DLC. Yes. I'm, Microsoft has purchased... Expansion Lion, packs, I don't know. Sure. Microsoft made purchased Lionhead Studios, who were creating the Fable games. Lionhead Studios is no more, and the last Fable game got canceled. Okay, but you said somebody else is working on it. Uh, supposedly, okay. people are linking rumors to Playground making the next Fable game. Okay. Which would be great, because Microsoft needs something. That would be a way to, to get creativity. Yeah, by, by remaking an old series. No. You just you just said that it wasn't creative for if if they bought EA and they made a new Kotor, which is what we were alluding to. If you said that would be not stifling creativity, be, I mean that would be stifling creativity because they would just be using an old property. So how is making a new Fable any different? Okay, ready. I'm gonna give you an example that will break this. No, up now. just answer that question. You said earlier that EA, if EA were to buy, if Microsoft were to buy Microsoft's EA. problem is lack of first-party games. Okay. Fable is their property. Okay. They haven't made a new Fable game in God knows how long. Microsoft, Since, it, it's always been Microsoft's yes. property, Fable? Yes. Okay. They haven't made a Fable game in forever. Okay. And the last one got canceled. And I it's think, it's and still I think, not creative and I think, to just, to just sure, run Sure, it's not creative. Play. You're right. Cool. Okay. But... 
it's still their problem is they need first party games. I agree. That's a first party franchise that they own. Okay. And they're not making a game from it. Okay. So empowering one of their second party developers to make that game makes sense. Yes, it does make sense. Yeah. Is that part of the creativity argument? No. But that is a solution that makes fucking sense to their problem here. I feel like buying EA and having them make... Doesn't fix their problem. That makes Microsoft money. Yes. That makes them money. That doesn't fix Xbox One's problem. It makes them an exclusive title. But we just said, if they're smart, they're not going to put the sports games exclusive. I'm not talking about the sports games. Okay, so what do they get? The license to Star Wars. If, If it's transferable. Yes. If Disney doesn't say, eh, we'll take that, because we want this to be available on everything. Okay. Okay. So then what do they get? If they can make a first-party Star Wars game, you don't think that would sell? I I think that Disney would pull that license away, because I don't think they would want it to be locked onto one platform. I don't know how contracts work. I'm sure that there's a clause built especially in the Disney one that allows Disney to do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. Which would probably just be, sure, we'll pull out of the last three years and we'll pay you off for it. Which is Microsoft making money off of nothing. Cool. But it's also Microsoft not fixing their problem. No, but it's keeping their gaming division afloat. Their gaming division will be fine because... You, just, company... said, you just said they're not selling anything. So they're not going to be fine. They're going to go under. They're not going to go under. Microsoft as a company is fine. No, Microsoft's gaming division. You're an idiot. You are an idiot. How? Because you're trying to twist into dumb arguments. I'm not. Microsoft... I'm saying... I'm what saying... is Microsoft's problem? Microsoft's gaming division. What's their problem? Okay. What's their problem? They don't have first... Okay, so them no. making money off selling the Star Wars title. fucking title does not solve their problem. No. It gives them money... They're already afloat. They are fucking Microsoft. You just told me that they're not that they're not selling units. They're not. Okay. So their gaming division is going under. It's not going under. They can't. Why not? Because they're fucking funded by Microsoft. Okay. Why are you trying to make a dumb argument? So their gaming division is in trouble. The Xbox One platform is in trouble. It has nothing to make us go play it. I'm playing my Xbox every day. What game that you play every day can you not play on PlayStation 4? Uh, Overwatch? Nothing. Uh, Monster Cuphead. Hunter. Cuphead, one game. You can play it on your PC. I don't know. I don't know. But you could play it on your PC. So what game do you on, have on, on your Microsoft. Xbox that you can't play somewhere else? On Microsoft. Huh? On Microsoft on my PC. Again, what game on your Xbox, sans Cuphead, which you don't play anymore because you've probably 100% of the game. I have. I'm at 75. What game on your Xbox? I'm being realistic. I, I, there's nothing in my library that I play consistently that I can't play on PlayStation. Oh, you were begging me to play Halo last week. You, you Two didn't weeks play ago. It. I didn't. Yeah, but I like Halo, so I would play that. Okay. But I don't but play that, it every day. That's a Microsoft only game. It is. And Master Chief Collection did no numbers. It didn't do well for them. I know. Halo 5 they, didn't do well for them. They put it into bundles to try to move consoles. It didn't work. I know, because the gaming division going under. Mike, can you be a voice of reason here? Oh, boy. That would require me to try and parse what you guys have been talking about for the last 25 minutes. I don't know if I can do I that. agree. Microsoft needs exclusive titles to Microsoft. They need, they need first-party titles. Yes. But in the meantime, it makes financial sense for them to, to buy a company that the will finance, make titles for them. Like, financial things aren't there. Like, they're not worried about financial success... They're worried about making sure the Xbox platform succeeds. And to do that, they could get 
Yeah, to make them exclusive. They just got a tax cut of $130 billion. So they have $130 billion that they can do whatever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. If their solution, if their way to put a bandit on this is to buy EA, I think that is a bad decision for us. They're not going to spend $130 billion. No, they'll probably on... spend about $30 billion. Okay, and then they have $100 billion to fund to other little companies to say, we need a first-party game. In the meantime, we have EA making us second-party games. But those second-party games are going to also get released on other platforms. So it doesn't solve their exclusive problem. Not necessarily. If they want to turn a profit at all on the stuff they acquire, they have to put them on other consoles. The sports games make sense on all of the consoles. Yes. Yep. Okay. I don't, I don't foresee them getting that deal and keeping Star Wars exclusive. I don't see a world where Disney looks at that and says... That's what we want this property to be in the hands of, is an exclusive, underperforming console. I don't see that being the reality. I guarantee that there's a clause built into that contract that gives Disney some sort of say on the product in some way. On the... On the... Final product, probably. Yeah. My my guess would be that... To protect the IP of Star Wars, any sale of either the Star Wars license or the company would probably allow Disney to step in and either pull the license or something. Yeah, that's a really good thought. It's too bad I didn't come up with it. (laughs) Those listening at home, I did come up with that idea. Or that thought last week. Okay, I'm, I'm not trying to steal your thoughts, I'm just trying to have this discussion. And I'm having the discussion. I just wanted credit for the thought. You can have credit for the thought, but you're also sitting here trying to say ridiculous things. I'm not trying to say anything ridiculous. <sighs> I'm saying it it financially makes sense for for Microsoft to buy EA. It would financially make sense for them to solve their problem, which is it, it make games. It would also financially make sense for them to solve their problem. Correct. Okay. Ready. To, to put my creativity argument to bed, Nintendo, they remake, not remake, they make more Mario games. Oh, they remake a lot of games. They, sure, they do. They do, and that makes a lot of financial, fiscal sense. I, I guess. It does. People buy them. <laughs> yeah. How many times have people repurchased Super Mario Brothers? A lot. No, no, no. The I I think that the, the uh, Nintendo shop makes total sense, the virtual console. Yeah. I don't know that releasing Tropical Freeze three times makes a lot of sense. It would be the second time it's been released. Didn't it come out for 3DS as well? No. Which Donkey one came out for 3DS? Returns did. Okay. Um, no, taking games that were dead on the Wii U and giving them a chance to shine makes sense. I guess. For gamers, but it also makes sense for them because it, because it doesn't cost them money. It doesn't cost them a lot of money, I'm sure, to make that happen. But they make new iterations. It's not creative, though. It's not. I mean, you could argue it's a creative solution to more it's money. Not, it's not. It's a creative money solution. It's not. Okay. But anyways. We, we already shot down the idea for, for Master Chief Collection, so we can't use the same argument for... When did I shoot that down? We, we, we as a group have already said that it wasn't creative for them to reuse. We, were, we literally said it wasn't creative. It's them working off nostalgia. Yeah, no, I mean, any anybody that is making those decisions is working off nostalgia. Yeah, it's not. It's 
not a creative idea. It's sure it's not it's, a creative idea. It's, it's a financial sure financial. You're right. You're, you're right. Nintendo makes more games in all of their franchises: Mario, Zelda, Donkey Kong. They push keep those franchises going. Obviously, they should. Most companies should do that with their stuff. Yeah. Just like there'll be another Halo at some point, and there'll be another Gears of War, yeah. and there'll be another God of War, even when I, I, there I, will be. No, no, no. I just mean that I think at some point they need to end, but. They just switched mythologies. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Now. Yes. Pretty soon he's going to start fighting Jesus. Exactly. Well, no, I, I like lost track of if there even is a story in Halo anymore. There is. It's just no one, I don't think anyone really cares about it. Yeah. But it, the point I'm trying to make is Nintendo as a company still keeps all their legacy franchises going mm-hmm. for the most part. But then they also create new IPs. Splatoon. Uh, yes. Pikmin. And you can get a little more They off are the a very app. creative company. Yes. Have they acquired smaller studios in the meantime? They have. Yeah. Retro, who usually works on things like Metroid. Um, they're working on something now that no one knows about. Do they... How does their uh, Pokemon deal work? Those are second-party games, right? No. Pokemon, Pokemon is... It's like a really weird situation, right? Pokemon is... Niantic? So... No. That's for the Pokemon Go. So basically... Oh, no, sorry, yeah. Uh, So basically, Pokemon... Yeah, Game Freak, there it is. Pokemon is a separate company. It's the Pokemon company, which is made up of Game Freak. Um, Fuck, there's another one. Yeah, there is a third one. Uh, Oh, wait, wasn't there a company called Monster? Or Monster? No, I... uh, There's a third one, and then Nintendo. And together, the three of them run Pokemon. And that handles, like, everything from the games... To the anime, to the movies, everything. Yeah. But Nintendo doesn't actually make the games. Game Freak usually does. But Nintendo has a say in pretty much everything that happens. Yes. They're like the Disney in this scenario, where they kind of just, eh, we want the franchise to go in this direction. Um, But notable Nintendo employees also have come from, either come from there, or have worked on Pokemon games. Yeah. Like Iwata. But Game Freak is not owned by... Uh, Nintendo. Uh, uh, I Game Freak itself, I don't think is, but Nintendo owns Pokemon. Yeah, because like, Game Freak has weird... made other games. They've made, fuck, I forget the name of it's called, but it was like something like Tomba the Elephant. I don't know. It was an elephant game. It was a platformer. It was made by Game Freak and that published by Sega. Kind of it was published by Sega. Um, I mean, however the ownership of that works out. Nintendo will never relinquish Pokemon. I mean, that's would be the dumb, dumbest thing for them to ever do. That uh, is the greatest selling franchise of all time. Right? I think so. As far as just units sold, it's if it's not the, it is one of them. It's in the top three for sure. It, it's the greatest selling merchandise franchise of all time, correct? Probably. I, th- I think like it might be... Harry Potter and something else? Yeah, I think it might be the number one selling game franchise of all time. And I think, I think Mario might be number this. two. It's on money. It is on money. In certain countries. Um, I don't know. Me, as a personal... Anyways, anyways, sorry. You were saying that Nintendo is continuing with its IPs and still making ARMS and Splatoon. Yes. I was just pointing to accentuate his... Yes. I'm not actually saying anything. I was just trying to get us back to where it was. I just got off on a tangent because I thought of Pokemon as a weird example. of weird. Not what I initially said when we had our initial conversation about this, but what I initially said when 
when I prefaced this conversation starting on the podcast is an amalgamation of both of our thoughts is there's good things that can come from this and bad things. Mm -hmm. I'm leaning towards the bad side, whereas I think for the industry, it is a bad route for it to go. And I think you agree in some way when you say monopolies. Yes. So my other so my other side of this argument would be that so that Microsoft begins buying up all these properties and Sony and Nintendo look and say they're creating a monster. Yeah. Sony and Nintendo now have to look at themselves and say what can we make to take them down. So Which in could. in in Microsoft's lack of creativity could do that. You're spawning but, creativity in the But side. here's how I realistically see that happening. Let's say Microsoft purchases EA. If I'm Sony, what do I do? Okay, cool. I'm going to go buy Activision. Yeah. So, do Tony we... Tony Hawk, Pro Skater 2000. Uh, no, Call of Duty. Yeah. Uh, Tony Hawk's the best Activision game, so... In... in Who made BMX XXX? I don't know. Midway, probably. Or a claim. You remember that one? No. Oh, well, show it to you. It was either Midway or Acclaim, probably. Um, let's see. Microsoft buys EA. They get Battlefield. I'm Sony. I'm going to buy something. I'm buying Activision. I get Call of Duty. They're all making those games anyways. They're all making competing games that are the same game anyways. Yeah. But they also get Blizzard. Yeah, I don't know that that would work. I mean, Activision owns Blizzard. I don't know that it would work exactly like that, though. Isn't Blizzard its own company? Under Activision. Is it under, totally under Activision? Activision bought Blizzard. Weird. I mean, I'm sure that Activision's very hands-off and lets Blizzard do their own thing. Yes. But Activision owns them. Okay. Um, which is why... Which is why uh, Destiny 2 is on Battle.net. Yeah. Because it was, easy, cause it was easier. Yeah, and it was the easiest way to... Get a um, platform on PCs. I, I'm just trying to think. Does does any Overwatch stuff at all say, or or any WoW stuff say Activision anywhere? I'm sure if like you know when you turn on Overwatch at the very bottom of the screen, it, like says a bunch of things in small oh, print. Yeah, maybe. It probably it says, might say Activision. It might there. say Activision somewhere. But it probably doesn't say it anywhere on the box or anything because Activision is not publishing the game. Blizzard probably still publishes their games. That's why it's such a weird thing to me that they're. I don't not... think it was a merger. I think Activision purchased them. That's weird. Um, I forget. I don't remember. I forget what year that even happened. Um, I mean, yeah, but anyways, uh, uh so Microsoft will make another fucking. Uh, they'll they'll buy um, whoever made. I don't know. There's not much left to buy at that point. They'll buy Paladins. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Perfect. Who's going to buy no, Sega? Microsoft, Microsoft Sega? already took their stab at trying to do this. Yeah, I know. With Gigantic. Uh, yeah. And it, they already closed the studio. Microsoft has a history of buying studios and they close. Lionhead. The, uh, because I feel like Microsoft has been very reactionary. Yeah, I can see Call I can of see Duty that. did really well and then they tried... Or that was... Was that EA that did that? What? Uh, Medal of Honor? Medal of Honor was... I believe Medal of Honor is what... No, I think Medal of Honor is what preceded Call of Duty. I think it, Medal it? of Honor was Activision. I can't remember. I thought it was a different 
franchise. It it was a separate thing, but I think metal maybe it might have preceded Battlefield. I don't know. Medal of Honor pretty much turned well, into ba- Battlefield the was next first was. anyways, wasn't it? Oh yeah, Battlefield nineteen forty two and stuff. Nineteen forty two. I think Medal of Honor um, just eventually that team developed themselves into the Call of Duty team. It's just that when we talk about lack of creativity, it's literally everyone is just reacting to everyone else. Yeah. I, I mean, you can say that, and, and this, to some people, is going to sound like me fucking sucking Nintendo's dick, but Nintendo really doesn't give a fuck about anybody else. They, they don't. They no, just do whatever they want to do. I mean, they've been pretty good about and keeping their IPs Can, can other separate. companies do that? No. And are other companies going to do that? No. The one Nintendo's thing, making fucking cardboard. The one thing that I will say is that Breath of the Wild seems almost reactionary. And not that it's a bad thing. It, like... It worked for the game. It just, like, to take their IP, which was very mission and story formulaic, formulaic, and to make it an open world game where, like, like, uh, we watched Grand Theft Auto work, and we watched Red Dead work, and we watched all these open games work. Let's take our stab at it. You know what I mean? I'm sure that was part of it, but I also think that Nintendo's in this state where they... Traditionally, it would appear that they don't listen to their fans, or listen to their fans' feedback, or listen to anyone's yeah. like comments about what they're doing because they just want to do whatever the fuck they want to do. Well, but it seems historically, like, at least. yeah. It, but it seems like now they're in this state where maybe it's some of it they're listening, maybe it's some of it they're reacting and seeing what other people are doing. Mm. But I think more of it is also they're looking at their franchises and they're just I think they're kind of company vision as a whole and saying how do we reinvent these things how do we change the formula of Zelda because they already started that formula change with a link between worlds when well they started it with Twilight Princess they made it much more dark much more gritty so I think Twilight Princess was a reactionary thing that was them saying like People really hated Wind Waker. They said it was Kitty. They said it was this. Yes. Let's make this dark, gritty take. And it didn't do well. And I that's probably my least favorite Zelda game. No, it didn't do well. And I think off of that, they started looking at it harder. You know what I mean? Like yeah. They started reacting based on that versus based on other things, yeah. if that makes sense. But if you go and watch the GDC talk that Nintendo gave... Last year, I think it was last year, I don't think it was the year before, last year, about Breath of the Wild and how they tackled that game, where they literally basically went back to the original Zelda. Because that was an open world game. You could complete that game in any way. There was no path. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there was probably, like Mega Man, a path that would make the game easier for you by beating certain people in, in conjunction. But you could beat that game in any way. And they used that as a template of getting to where they got Breath of the Wild. I mean, they literally built a Breath of the Wild in the Zelda 1 engine. And they, like... If anything, don't watch the whole talk, but just watch gameplay of... Like, they literally built Zelda 1, but with Breath of the Wild mechanics. So, like, you can chop down trees, put things on fire, and, like, all the, all the reactionary things that the environment does within the game of, on the Switch. 
they built that into Zelda. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. I, I just... I makes me nervous. It makes me think that in an age where people are just buying exclusive rights to games to have more exclusives on their console instead of making games for their console, whether it's with IPs they already own or creating new IPs. I mean, I can't even tell you the last time Microsoft made a new IP. Granted, they're the youngest of the three. Super lucky still. <laughs> okay. Duh. He's got a point. He did. That's okay. true. But it didn't do well. But, I mean, I, ch- I champion them for doing Is that. Is that their fault that it didn't do well? If it's a bad game, yeah. I didn't... I still haven't played it. I haven't played it either. I am going to give it a chance. But, I mean, it's also probably bad luck for them that they put out a fucking platformer in the year of Odyssey. Um, yes. Um, I don't know. I, I just think that... First of all, my actual thought is I don't think they're going to do any of that. I don't think they're going to buy EA. I don't think they're going to buy Valve. I think they potentially could buy PUBG. But I think that will still go on everything else at some point. They'll probably wait the longest for PlayStation. They'll probably put it out on Switch at some point if they can make it work. And then much later, put it on that PS4. Doesn't, PUBG does not seem like a game that would work on Switch. Fortnite developers, uh, Epic, Epic Games already said they're working on bringing Fortnite to the Switch. And if they do that... It's, they're gonna fucking do really well. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I mean, touche. Like, if they can do it, like all the power to them. I, I think there's, I, Mike, when we talked about Nintendo and how they can fit so much onto so little, I'm talking about that in my car, right? Not on the podcast. It's a familiar conversation, but I cannot remember. So what it's not. Was. It's not that they can fit so much on so little. It's the online portion that I worry about. Like I you're having you're putting a hundred people online in the same lobby. And and from what I hear from the switches online, it hasn't been the greatest, I guess. I haven't have I haven't played a game I mean the only online Switch games I've ever played were really Splatoon and Mario. Kart. There probably isn't a game on the Switch right now that has more than twenty users in the same match or whatever. Yeah. And that's the only reason that I worry is and that I, like I don't think the the Switch was I mean I think a, a it's large probably an that easier part, fix, but like I don't think it was built for that. You I know think what a I mean? large part of that would really lie on the servers more than it would the console. Correct, yeah. And and I think it's I think it's if you look at I'm trying to think of an example. The Switch is, at its base, more powerful than a 360 and a PS3. I'm trying to think if there's a 360 or PS3 game that has something with a lot of players in once. And I think that there Maybe were... Maybe 32 or 64? I think there were Battlefield games that had, a, like, probably 32 or 64. I, I want to say that I the Battlefield games for 360 capped out at 32, but I could be wrong. I think it's doable, but I think that's a server thing. I think that's what it is. I think it's yeah. a server thing. I, in terms of, like, I don't know, maybe what has to be generated on the console when you're playing and how that relates to, like, you know, if you're playing the game and, let's say... All hundred people get into the same area at once. At once. Something like that, but that's... I mean, that's it's a, it's a weird situation to happen. I just... I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, at the very least, I, I just, mean, they work around it. If that's the case, okay, they do a Battle Royale game that has 50 players. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're... Because it's not like it's going to be cross 
cross uh, platforms. Yeah. So you yeah. could you could tweak it a little bit. And like you know, some people would be upset, but some people would just be super psyched to play to Battle be able Royale to play yeah, exactly. on the Switch. I mean, someone's gonna bring a Battle Royale game to the Switch. If Epic does it first, they're gonna be fucking raking in the dough for a free game. <laughs> <laughs> um, they have more users right now. They do. They're breaking sales milestones. Well, I don't know about sales milestones. I don't but know how that. Player. I don't know how that works. Yeah. So I'll say this. I any because I've I'm really interested in seeing how Fortnite continues to do the longer PUBG's out on Xbox. It's still putting up numbers. It is, and and they're still like move like it's, there's there's dedicated communities. I mean, yeah. I I think that there's hardcore people who you know, want to support the game. But I also think that, I think we might have talked about this in the podcast before, if you break it down, like, the games are similar in that they're Battle Royale games, 100, 100 people on a map, whatever, you start with nothing. Past that, like, they're, they're not the same game. They're very different. PUBG, no. as air quotes, hyper-realistic, and Fortnite's let's build things out of thin air, and like, you know, it's way more cartoony, arcadey dance, Whoa, you're not building them out of thin air. Facts. You're chopping down trees. Chopping down, down trees. trees. You're chopping down cars. cars. Uh, you're chopping down fucking fences. Fences. Easy easy metal right there. But I will say, it does seem like whenever I watch clips online or people's Twitch streams or something, people are putting money into the game to buy loot and buy costumes and buy shit. So I haven't, Epic's I haven't probably pl- making money. I haven't this played game. in a while, like probably since, what, Halloween time? But even around then, like people were, it seems like half of the match had like the skeleton 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 costumes, yeah. And you had to pretty much pay for those. I don't think you could actually had you had to pay for them. So people like people trick out their people. I think people care about cosmetics. I think, I think, as much as I hate in-game purchases, loot boxes, all this stuff, you're gonna buy Ryu for Monster Hunter. Oh, absolutely. But like, I'm five dollars. Well, here's the thing. I'm, I'm against like pay to win. I'm against like overpriced DLC expansions, but cosmetic shit that just only alters your looks or appearance, like, I mean, I'm down with, if you want to look like that and you want to spend that money, there's nothing that makes you do that. Sure. It doesn't help you. It's just like, hey, you wanna I want to sh- I want to show people that you, I like this game so much that I'm willing to put money yeah. to do something that Speaking helps of me that. N- in no way whatsoever. Microtransactions coming back to Battlefront. I did see that. <clears throat> Because Battlefront 2 underperformed. Yep. Well, there was... It didn't meet its projections. When when they took microtransactions down, everyone knew they were going back up. It was oh, just a matter of yeah. how long. Um, it's a, they said a, another they game that I want to give a chance to, I feel like with, with enough updates, like, it could be a game worth playing. I just don't... I, it's one of... It's one of those games I do not want to spend sixty dollars on. Because you want to save that money for the microtransactions. Exactly. No, I'm thinking like thirty. I mean, I I enjoyed Battlefront One. I'm mad that I paid sixty dollars for it. I wish I waited and just bought it when it went on sale. Bought it for twenty with all the deals. But I enjoyed it for what it was. Like that's a fun game to like drop in and out. Like Overwatch. Overwatch. I don't want to drop in and out. I want to engage. I want to like play and pay attention. Battlefront 2, if I die, I don't give a fuck. If I lose a match, I don't care. It's just there to have fun. Is there a ranked? I think there is a ranked mode, but I mean, what the fuck? You know what I mean? I don't think there's a pro league for Battlefront, and if it is, it's a small 
group of people. <laughs> I'm ranked number one battle <laughs> Battlefront one. Uh, who else plays? It's top, just me. Top ten percent Battlefront. Top ten percent Battlefront two. This guy we have most oh kills. My. Um, my top stormtrooper actually. Well, top stormtrooper. Best accuracy stormtrooper right here. <sighs> he hit one shot. It was by accident. <laughs> It was someone else on his team. Was it one of you that showed me? The, I think it was a T-shirt. Mister Meeseek showing a stormtrooper how to aim. Uh, it was in the display at. Uh, oh, at the uh, scam. Oh yes, that's where it was. Okay, that was so good. Was it on the on the thing in the front? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so good. I oh yeah, I have a picture of it. Um, we'll put that in the uh, show links. Okay. But yeah, I, I like it is a game I want to give a chance to. I I don't know. I'll probably end up getting it at some point when it's on sale. Yeah. And no one's playing it. Um, Black Friday 2018, here we go. I'll get it just for the uh, story mode. Which I heard is actually pretty underwhelming. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's but, very uh, short. But anyway, anyway. Who likes the story modes? So, I haven't looked into this again, but from what I understand, the story mode is short, and it ends in a way that tells you there's more, de- like more coming, like DLC. Oh. I don't know. But I that. think the story expansion, no, it does end in a way like that, but I think the story additions are free to download. Okay. Which is kind of cool, I guess, but yeah, whatever. Here it is. I don't know. I heard that it wasn't. Oh yeah. I heard it wasn't a great. Like, I heard it wasn't anyways. a great story. Yeah. It was actually somebody from IGN left IGN, got hired to go write the story. Yeah, we've talked about that on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. We're getting dangerously long on this episode, so we should wrap this up. Dangerously cheesy. Wrap that shit up, B. But uh, Mike, anything you want to plug? Anything you uh? Yeah, um, check out, uh... No, I got fucking nothing. Dom? Yeah? Okay. <laughs> um, this week's episode of the podcast, by the way, is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Friday or Saturday night from 7 to 11, make sure to head on down to Higginson Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you're unaware of what a fatty is, check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and educate yourself on these delicious, delicious treats. I should have plugged the Super Bowl. I mean, you still can. Now nah, it's too late. No, okay. It's gone. And uh, make sure to let them know that we sent you. And as always, you can find us on the internet at ptcgaming.com, on Twitter at PassController, on Instagram at Pass underscore the underscore controller, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash PassController. You can find me at Big Room. You can find Mike. Where can they find you, Mike? Um, on Twitter, I suppose. At underscore Mycopath. And Dom said no. And thanks for listening to this week's episode. Episode 71. James Court.